You got the chill. The chill. The chill. The chill. Everybody's ego takes a shot on this show. This is Rutledge and Hamilton with Jim Rutledge and Matt Hamilton, presented by Coors Light on 100.5 ESPN. Broadcasting live from the Everlight Solar Studio with Matt Hamilton, here's Jim Rutledge. You know, out of context, <laughs> it just you just don't know what's going on. The look on Matt Hamilton's face when he heard play that again for us, Ryan. <laughs> Please don't. <laughs> oh my god. Ryan, you just like doubled down on your crappy open. <laughs> hey, look, I didn't want it to rail. Hey, like you said, you you miss a hundred percent of the shots you don't take. We told you you missed after the opening hour, so why did you shoot so it you again? Take a shot again because you might make it the second time. You never know. But shoot or shoot. <laughs> I'm gonna say this: the biggest reason it missed is I didn't want to derail the interview with uh, Jake Kokorowski. <laughs> Uh, from the Wisconsin State Journal. If you missed that, you listen back. Wisconsin, the man, Apple, Spotify, and those great places. Brought to you by our good friends at Revive Restoration. RevivePros.com is their website. Is Let's play this one more time because the look on Matt Hamilton's face <laughs> was like, what in God's name did Ryan just queue up and play on accident? <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, this part. Ryan, no personal sites at work computers. <laughs> hey now. I mean, goodness. I mean, Matt, the look. I mean, you had a look of what was honestly on your mind when you heard that. I've seen this one. <laughs> no, I just, the second time he played it, when, the top of the hour, the fact that we called him out and he admitted it to being a dud and then to go ahead and play it again was like my favorite part. I can't even play wrong answers only with that because there's only one wrong answer to what that is. Yeah. Yeah. This is a family show. This is a family show. <laughs> oh, you man. thought You thought he definitely just made a mistake. I did not know what I thought. Look, she was just excited because that's when the Bucky shot happened. Because right? I remember. That was, when, that was when Bucky came on screen. Up. Exactly. Perfect. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Good job. This is Rutledge and Hamilton occur. presented by Coors Light. Matt, if the mountains are blue, you know what to do. Do what I did all weekend, and that's crush a Coors Light. We're live from the Everlight Solar Studio. Get into the show, 844-770-3776. We have a couple Iron Jock poll questions out there for you. Who would you rather see the Bucks trade for if it made them a better team? Or trade, not trade for. Trade away. Trade away. Pat Connington in at 81%. Uh, landslide with that poll question. And our secondary 
Iron Jack Bowl question, which was actually our first Iron Jack Bowl question. After Joey Chestnut cleared 62 dogs in this year's Nathan's Hot Dog Eating Contest, how many hot dogs could you eat in 10 minutes? 51% of you say 5 to 10. Our sister station in West Palm had a little hot dog eating contest. Their producer said he could eat 13. <laughs> he ended up with 5. Ryan Wollersheim, somewhere around that double-digit number, and I kind of want to know if he could beat the 5. I could definitely get past five. Yeah, I, I feel pretty confident in that. I mean, yeah. okay, you're looking at me very. Well, should we have Ryan Andrew. like do like an at home? Like any contest, like the saddest thing ever. Yeah, well, <laughs> I don't think we can. I don't think we can do it here. Or you probably have to have like a helper. You need around. a judge, right? Well, more than a judge, like I don't know, in case you're choking a dog. You yeah, it's like that. Like someone just around with like for the Heimlich maneuver. Yeah, otherwise it's gonna sound like the the woman in the video. Just like, help! <laughs> <laughs> Matt, what? is there a food that you wouldn't want? You know, you know, sometimes you drink too much of a alcohol, like a tequila or rum or, or something. You're like, I, that's it. Can't yeah, do it anymore. It. Or like sometimes it's mixers. Mixers, like yeah. Like I found I definitely had ruined a particular pop for me when I was younger. I used to really like colas. Yeah. Jack and Cokes or rum and Cokes sort yep. of thing, and I'm not a big cola guy anymore. There you For go. For the same reason. And, like, I was thinking about this. Would I want to do, like, a food eating contest? And then I was thinking, like, what foods would I want to eat? And I started thinking about some of my favorite foods, like king crab, like steak, pizza. And then I'm thinking... No, I've got to think of this less about, like, what do I enjoy? What are things that I can tolerate but don't necessarily, like, rely on for joy in my life? Because I enjoyed Coca-Cola, don't like it anymore. It got ruined for me. And I think in that same vein, the same way that Coca-Cola was ruined, I'm pretty sure my favorite food, say I pick Alaskan King Crab Legs. I, I'm going to ruin my love of Alaskan King Crab Legs if I try to make an eating contest. So what food would you not want to eat in a food eating contest in worries that you'd ruin it? 844-770-3776. You can also just go to like some of your favorites. Like If you love burgers, like my uh, oldest daughter absolutely loves cheeseburgers. So I would advise her, like don't do a food eating contest in general, but also... We have to kind of remind her, like, hey, mix up the burger. We go out to a restaurant, especially if we're like, on vacation, go to a couple of restaurants when you're out. Don't get a burger every time. You're going to end up ruining it for yourself because either you're going to get sick because you ate burgers too much or you're just you're going to get sick of it or whatever. So you right. want to make sure to, to spread it out. So there could just be like a like a comfort food for you, like mac and cheese or, or something right. like that where it's like, I don't want to ruin it. Do you this. think at any point Joey Chestnut enjoyed hot dogs? He had to have. <laughs> so, Do but, you think he still enjoys hot dogs? No. Do you think... Outside of competing, do you think he eats hot dogs? No. But he has he has like 55 world records for eating. Do you think he eats any of those outside of competition? But think about all the... And That's I don't know. What, isn't that crazy to think about, yes, though? Yes, like, I agree. He might have ruined 55 different foods for himself. And the nice thing is there's <laughs> so many options for food that you could kind of mix it up. But, but not if you're trying to win them all. Right, but I mean, like, 55, there's probably, a th what, hundreds yeah, of thousands yeah, of food many, you can eat. How many has he attempted and failed? True, true. Which still could ruin it for you. True, but I mean, <laughs> if you're doing a one-off, I just think the hot dog, that's... 
That's fine because I don't really need hot dogs that much outside of my, you know, like a hot dog here and there throughout the year is fine. So if I'm just going to go ahead and binge on them one time in a year, it's, I, I could do it. Oh, man, I'll tell you what, that uh, we did not eat any hot dogs this weekend, but the camper from Simon Chevy, or excuse me, the truck from uh, Simon Chevy in Mount Hor pulled the camper from Madison out to Pike Lake, which is out in Hartford, Wisconsin, pulled it out there with ease. Uh, and that's because I got a big blue truck from Simon Chevy in Mount Hor. If you're in the market for a new or new to you Chevy Silverado or Colorado, I hear the new remodeled Colorado is. Flying off the lot there at Simmons Chevy in Mount Horeb. So if you're interested, go see Dan or Aaron or any of the great team out there and find out why you'll have a better buying experience at Simmons Chevy in Mount Horeb. This is Rutledge and Hamilton. We're going to throw some stones next. You're listening to Rutledge and Hamilton, presented by Coors Light. Miss any of the show? Find full show podcasts free on Wisconsin On Demand and wherever you get your podcasts. Declare a winner of uh, throwing stones after the segment, but you can go be a winner. Go to Ho Chunk Gaming Madison. Over seventy million dollars already. We're just starting July. Over seventy million dollars in jackpots at Ho Chunk Gaming Madison. Two hundred forty-nine thousand dollars, biggest jackpot so far. Twelve million dollars won in the month of May. Go be a winner. Go to Ho Chunk Gaming Madison. This is Rutledge and Hamilton. I'm Rutledge. He's Hamilton. Ryan Roller shine behind the glass. Let's throw some stones. The guys think they have the answers to everything. I'm the best there is. People like me. So it's time to put them to the test. That's some booty, Jim. You know, that's just like uh, your opinion, man. This is Throwing Stones, presented by Metro Kia of Madison, Madison's trusted Kia dealership. So it's already been a banner day for me here on Rutledge and Hamilton, but now it's time to throw some stones each and every day. I waste a lot of time scrolling Twitter. leaves me with more questions than answers. I bring them here to Jim and Matt. We're looking for answers, and at the I award points throughout, and at the end we crown a winner of throwing stones. I am now. What do you call it? Bullpen? It's just, it's just, yes, we need a bullpen. It's been a bullpen day, for sure. But I can't be scrolling Twitter as much anymore these days because... Over the weekend, Elon Musk introduced the new rate limit. So he tweeted four days ago to address extreme levels of data scraping and system manipulation. Twitter has applied the temporary limits. Verified accounts are limited to reading 6,000 posts per day, unverified 600 posts a day, and new unverified code accounts 300 posts per day. So I ask you guys, do you think this will be the final straw that broke Twitter's back? Are people finally going to start using this new app from I believe Meta made one called Threads, basically a competitor to Twitter. So I'll ask you, Jim, to start. Do you think that Twitter will lose its ground and possibly call it quits after this new rate limits conundrum Elon started over the weekend? They're not going to call it quits, but whether it's Squib or this new Instagram one, people are leaving. Instagram's getting bigger, and I think it's Instagram and Facebook are creating their own. Twitter's becoming a hellscape. I think he already pulled it back, and realistically, as... Per the you know the course for Elon, this had nothing to do with anything except for Elon fired everyone. Their system broke, so he just made something up. And once they got it fixed, he just took it away. I mean, this is did nobody learn anything 
from the paywall days of the newspapers back in the day. Newspapers killed their audience because they tried to stick everything behind a paywall thinking people were going to pay for it. And they just said, no, I'll just go get it for free somewhere else. So Elon, the only hope he has is he hired someone to take over. He needs to get the hell away from Twitter as fast as possible and go back to the traditional way of making money on these sorts of things, which is make it a great place where billions of people want to go so that advertisers want to be there and you make money off advertising. He's hemorrhaging money and he's picking the most ridiculous ways to try to make it back. Yeah, I don't think it's going to kill it. He's either going to sell it before it's dead or he's going to let someone else run it and bring it back to whatever you like to think it was, whether it was its glory or back before it was, just it was a, terrible. A more functioning app. Here, I mean... The thing is, it's just too established. It's not going anywhere. Uh, Elon's doing his best to drive it into the ground, but like it literally has roots so deep as far as like social media is concerned. It it was like the start of like it was like the first one to really get this like quick get your thoughts off social media. So like I just think it's too there. Uh, Elon's gonna probably figure out what's right and wrong as he like goes through and starts adding stuff and then realizing it's terrible and then taking it away. So who knows? I just don't think it's going to be gone for good. It'll lose ground, but it won't be gone for good. Yeah. He, he, Circa 1999, maybe that's what everyone was saying about MySpace. But I mean, yep. but I'm kidding. I mean, like, I don't know what it'll be, but I do think it was already, this is why Jack was smart to get out and Elon was, was dumb to, to get in for this price, is that there was already competition in the works to pull away from it. It'll never go away, but it's, and it's nothing, I mean, it has to do with Elon and the idea it's so buggy now that yeah. that's the biggest complaint people have. It is such a buggy app and it gets so funky and the algorithms are so messed up that it's really hard to function in. And that's why people are flocking to Instagram and now these other newer ones. So it's just going to lose its influence and pull. And then Elon, who is way over leveraged in it, is going to have to figure out what he wants to do. If he loses it, if he sells it, he's losing billions on that deal. So I don't know what will happen with it. Matt's right. It's not going away, but it could very much lose its clout. I mean, who thinks Facebook is cool anymore? No one. And Twitter at this point is really just for news and breaking news particularly. And of yeah. course... He rolls this out during the middle of NBA free agency. He didn't roll anything out. His app was well, broken yeah. and he made something up. Well, yeah, maybe that's why it was. NBA free agency was burning down with, you know, Dame rumors. But MLB is trying to roll out a new virtual landscape as well. According to MLB.com, they will debut at the MLB All-Star Charity Softball Game, Celebrity Softball Game, a virtual ballpark that you can buy tickets for and experience the celebrity softball game in a virtual world. You can play mini games, participate with others in this virtual world while going around the ballpark and apparently just watching the celebrity softball game. So I ask you guys, baseball, you know, they've been trying a lot of new things recently. Do you think that this virtual ballpark experiment will really do anything to help? Matt, I'll start with you. You know what? I'm going to say yes, because I have experienced some of these like virtual sporting events before. Uh, at the 22 Olympic Games, they had like cameras on like the event fields. Like there was a camera with a little camera in like every direction on the curling rink where you could go put on your little VR headset, log on to that camera, and then look around and get the perspective so you could get like literally the best seat. It's amazing. You could literally put millions of people in one camera in one spot. It's a great idea. It's a great way to sell like a cheaper front row seat to someone who might not be able to afford that experience. But if you can afford a VR, 
then you can go check it out. And it's it, it really is pretty amazing what they can do right now with some of the technology out there. Yeah, I think there's some very exciting virtual reality things on the horizon and what kind of immersive experience you can have. Like most things, I mean, even when you hear like AI, I mean, and hopefully they're going to keep AI in check till it's fully ready to be functional there, but we're still pretty far away from it being a full part of our lives. But when it gets there, I, I think it could be really exciting. It could be five to ten years from now where we have an immersive experience truly for the masses at a ballpark sort of thing. I mean, what is the the Apple VR thing is like four thousand dollars. It's a yeah. very it's a very selective group who will spend four thousand dollars who can afford to spend four thousand dollars or something like that. And then you have to map everything out. But I do think we're moving there and I think that's very exciting and cool. Yeah, baseball could certainly use it for sure. And earlier today, some more breaking news on Twitter. Uh, the athletic Sham Sharania tweeted out that Milwaukee Buck star Giannis Antetokounmpo underwent a cleanup procedure on his knee two weeks ago and is unse- uncertain for Greeks Greece's FIBA World Cup play this summer. So are you guys worried about Giannis's knee and are you worried about him partic- particularly not playing in the FIBA World Tournament this summer? Jim, start with you. Point of clarification, the article, it actually references an article in like a Greek paper that references that Giannis isn't playing or won't play because of the knee surgery and then Shams oh. basically just aggregated that. Yeah. I mean, he didn't take credit. He does say, like, if you read it, it does kind of, it's not like his news. It comes from uh, a Greek paper. It wasn't very clear from his tweet. I'll say that. Yes. Uh, maybe that's on purpose. But it was from a Greek paper that referenced it. And then Shams put it out there. Basically confirming that report is what he does there. But I would say that with Giannis, this is pretty common. Getting that knee cleaned up could be good in the long term. I mean, Matt, you're an athlete, not of Giannis's. I uh, hope that's not an insult, not of Giannis's level. But what a cleanup injury, a cleanup surgery, and it might have him be a little bit more relaxed or easier on the body this off season. I think that's okay. Yeah, I'm. I'm literally anything Giannis wants to do in the off season, he can do. He, he has done so much for Milwaukee. If he wants to sit on his butt and eat Oreos the whole time, and confirms to me that he'll be ready by the NBA season. He'll be ready. I, I'm not worried about him playing in Greece to keep fresh or make sure he keeps his reps playing in Europe. The guy knows how to play ball. As long as he's healthy when he comes back to play in Milwaukee, you know, he can do whatever he wants. Go ahead and get your knee cleaned up, bud. Giannis Tetsukampo. Giannis Tetsukampo is the GOAT, but the GOAT of today's minutes win, minutes win it. Throwing stones is Mr. Jim Rutland. Loser. Wow. This is her. How's it feel, Matt Hamilton? I, I mean, Lorsheim's just been missing all day today. I feel like anything he's taking is kind of like like an opposite day kind of thing. So if he picks you, I feel like I won. Oh, is, is that is that how you're rolling with it today? I'm gonna have to do doing? something. Is this what we're doing, Matt? Really? Yeah, we're feuding. To to? we're feuding today. Really? Just, yeah. to, just to pile on, this made me chuckle a little bit earlier. Sadler and Madison chimed in eight four four. 770-3776. Sadler and Kayla, uh, his girlfriend, chimed in. Matt's face looks like an old grandmother. Okay. There you go, loser. Uh, <laughs> I'm an old grandmother and I'm a loser. <laughs> Presented by Coors Light. You're listening to Rutledge and Hamilton, presented by Coors Light. The mountains are blue, and we can prove it. Follow the show on Twitter at Jim and Matt. Go ahead. 
car died when we tried to get out of the driveway in the morning. We figured out how to get it to work by properly jiggling the keys, essentially. Uh, okay. Got all the way out to the Chain of Lakes, 40 minutes away from where I live. After we got there, it took us about 20 minutes to get in the water. Couldn't start the boat. Had to call a guy from the marina down the street to come start the boat for 20 bucks. <laughs> then couldn't come and... Then, once we got out on the water, couldn't find a place to just anchor the boat because my parents, whose boat this is, are very new boaters, and they don't really know much about boating. So, <laughs> it was just a real S show the whole time. We were probably gone for a grand total of eight hours on this quote-unquote boating trip, mm -hmm. and I would say we boated for two of those eight hours. Matt, you got <laughs> throwing some tips here. What do you, what do you, what's... Oh, we could use some tips. We what could what use did a you lot take away tips. from that? I mean... Legendary. First of all, I have been stuck at a dock before with a dead boat battery. There's nothing worse. It's very embarrassing. It's so embarrassing. And it, was, it was only it was a one like launch dock. Yeah. So, so everyone behind you has to wait. Yeah, we had a couple. There's a couple launches where I was launching my boat. Unfortunately, it's right by my house. I have a spare battery because of for this <laughs> yes, moment. Yes. Forethought because if maybe my dad told me always have an extra battery, but I always have an extra boat battery. So yeah, I was able to swap it out. I did have boat trouble this weekend too though. Okay. So I went golfing on Monday. Mm-hmm. Cool. And the wife had asked me, thank you, it is cool. My wife had asked me after golf if I wanted to go boating. Well, I I was tired. I walked it. I didn't want to. I'm gonna be honest. I was. It was hot. It was very hot, and I just didn't want to go. Mm -hmm. Didn't feel like it. I was like, "You can go. T you take the boat out." Her mom wanted to go out. Yeah. I was like, "You, you and your mom can go take the boat out. Like, I don't need to be there." Does I'm she tired. take it out often. She drive often, or um. Here's the thing. She normally is not super confident. Her mom's big boater. Oh, okay. Like sailing, so I think oh. she's a little bit more confident. And my wife lands the boat. Like whenever we're out together, I'll let her tr practice landing it and taking it off. Okay. To give her the confidence to drive it by herself, because I don't want to necessarily always be on the hook if she wants to take the boat out. Anyway, I think I'm going to be now. So she takes the boat out, throws it in reverse, gets off the lift, throws it in drive, right back starts on to go, like oh, after wow. she turns, starts to go, lurches forward and then stops. Motor kills. So she puts it in neutral, tries to start it again, puts it back in reverse, to back back up because she kind of launched forward towards the shore, throws it back in drive, lurches forward and stops and kills. And now she's trying to start it and it won't even turn over. And I'm like, and so she calls me. <laughs> hey, I'm like 200 feet offshore and the boat died. So I'm like, great. I'll come down to the dock and I'll like see if I can't walk you through something. So I talked to her on the phone for a little bit on my way down there. Finally get to the dock, and I'm coming to the realization, like, I have no idea without being there. Yeah. There's a way you can put boats into neutral and then push them into, like, drive so you can give them some gas, and that's yeah. kind of what I thought it needed. I thought the alternator was, my initial thought is the battery died. Yeah. I don't know why it would have started and then died, but the battery's not turning over, obviously, now, so the battery's dead, alternator's not charging it. That's the problem. So I end up swimming out to the boat and <laughs> oh swimming God. back in. Once I get back in with the boat, I towed the boat in, Okay. swimming it back in. My wife's like, well, I could have done that. <laughs> and I looked at her. I was like, well, why didn't you? <laughs> Why'd you call me? <laughs> I, maybe just say thank you. <laughs> it was one of those things, too. It's like as I was pulling it, she's like, I can help. Like maybe if I throw the anchor in. I can like pull the boat on the anchor. 
So she's like throwing the anchor into like my left side. I'm like, just stop. You're you're literally hindering more than you're helping right now. I get it like halfway in. She decides to get in and help me pull it. And I'm like, literally, <laughs> first of all, just stay dry because then only one person got wet. Yeah. One person has to get in the water to pull you back in. Yep. Total fiasco. And again, I'm just trying to keep my cool. <laughs> because whenever I take the boat out, very rarely do I have problems. I ha- I've had one issue with the boat. Knock on wood. And that issue was? Uh, I the, my bimini, the 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 cover. It's a it's like a, a shade thing that you can yeah, have for your boat yeah. cover. I have two levels that you can keep it. There's like a high setting and a low setting. Yeah. I tried to get under a low bridge with the high setting, and I bent it. Oh, God. I bent it a little bit. Nothing catastrophic or anything. No big. Not really a big deal. Yeah. Anyway, I get the boat back onto the lift, lift it up out of the water. I my wife's like, I'll just hang out here on the wa- lift with <laughs> with my mom for a little bit. You can go. So I. Pull the battery, take it home, huh. put it on the trickle charger to get it back to functioning again. I get a text from my wife. Hey, I figured it out. What the problem with the boat? I was like, what was the problem? The lead or the tail line? So we've got a line off the bow of the boat yeah. and the stern of the boat. Yeah. Well, she never pulled the stern of the boat one up onto the boat, so it wrapped in the prop, mm-hmm. and it just oh, it yeah. like auto killed because the prop couldn't move. Right. So she had she eventually got into the water and like untangled it and then it started right back up. Went because she went inside. Our friend also has a boat and we put his boat battery on ours to see if it would start. Yeah. So now at least on the bright side, long story short, my rope is trashed <laughs> and I've got a fully charged boat battery. <laughs> when you guys were going through all that, did it sound a little something like this? You can no. only imagine. It may be like when it happened. I'm I'm glad it wasn't <laughs> in your out head, there. In Matt's head, as when when Jen said I could have done that, that's what was going on in Matt's head was just <laughs> yeah. Oh, well, I could have swam it in. No, it's thank you, Matt, for swimming the boat in. Aw, uh, thank you. Yeah, like halfway through, like I said, my my mother in law is on the boat. She's like, well, I guess we could have like thrown the anchor and then pulled ourselves. I'm like. All of these ideas you came up with while I'm like swimming on my way out, I ended up stepping on like a couple of the little zebra muscles. I got oh, some new fresh oh. cuts on my foot. Again, nothing bad, but I got out and my my foot was bleeding. Well, the whole point was you were you didn't want to go. Yeah, so now you and have here like- I am. I didn't even want to go out on the boat, and here I am swimming a boat in. Where I'm like tired. My boat, it's like a 26-foot pontoon boat. Yeah. It's not. It's like a big wind catcher. It's like a sailboat out there. Oh, it was such a travesty. I'm just glad my wife had the wherewithal that when the boat didn't start and the wind was pushing her, she th- did throw the anchor in. <laughs> I was like, I expected to come up to this boat just like rocking up against some other pier. Right. <laughs> you know what I mean? I'm, yeah, yeah. Or like up in the shore and someone's like lawn. Right. Like, come on. So thank goodness uh, she put the anchor out. But <laughs> it is one of those things. I would say a boat similar to the camper, like there is a, they're massive. Yeah, and, but there's a there, like you do. There's a no panic rule because right. the second you start to panic, the more foolish you look. Right, because my there is not a world where my wife is doing anything with the camper attached to the truck. Like it's just, it's <laughs> yeah. just not. It's I'm not starting happening. to get there on the boat. <laughs> like I love my wife, and it's our boat. But I'm pretty sure I might just be all time captain. Yeah, <laughs> it's just not happening. And I get it. They're expensive. They're big, and you can get overwhelmed by the whole thing instead of just saying like. I always just say, millions of people are doing this. Yeah. 
I can figure it out. 99% <laughs> of us have no clue why it's working. Right. We just know it does. <laughs> now, to that point, I think boats are one, uh, especially like you see the waters, especially up north, where it's just full of people. You could do a little bit more of like getting people like properly <laughs> prepared to like drive a boat. Uh, I think there's plenty of people out there that don't know anything, just simple rules of the water, which yeah. would be useful if people knew, I think, just to make it more pleasurable for everyone. Uh, and then I think same thing with like campers, stuff like that, too. They're like, all right, there's your massive camper. That's it. Yeah, take it home. Any tips? I don't know. <laughs> like, close the Blackwater valve. <laughs> right, right, yeah. That's about it. Uh, that's yeah. the, the, the biggest uh, the, the tip they'll give you uh, with that. Uh, this is Rutledge and Hamilton. We are presented by Coors Light. Uh, Matt, you probably could have used trip over to see our good friend Lee over at Ruth's Chris Steakhouse after that fiasco. You could have uh, enjoyed their sizzle, swizzle, and swirl happy hour. Could have gotten a steak. Could have uh, brought Jen there and smoothed things out if things were a little bit tense. Brought uh, the mother-in-law. <laughs> there you go. Uh, Ruth's Chris Steakhouse in Middleton. Great for any occasion. This is Rutledge and Hamilton presented by Coors Light. You're listening to Rutledge and Hamilton, presented by Coors Light. Miss any of the show? Find full show podcasts free on Wisconsin On Demand and wherever you get your podcasts. Rather see the Bucks trade Pat Connington and Bobby Portis if it made the team better. Eighty percent of you say Pat Connington right now. Bobby is beloved here in Madison. We also asked you earlier today how many hot dogs could you eat in ten minutes? Fifty-one, basically fifty-two percent of you say five to ten hot dogs. In 10 minutes, 844-770-3776 is how you get into the show. This is Rutledge and Hamilton presented by Coors Light. We're live from the Everlight Solar Studio. I'm Rutledge. He is Hamilton. And Matt, where did you land on this hot dog thing here? I think I was at eight. And <laughs> it's funny, you just, you brought up Coors Light and my mind couldn't help but to go, what could I do more of in 10 minutes? Hot dogs or Coors Lights in 10 minutes? And I think it's still hot dogs. Probably, but I would imagine like if you dip the Coor, the hot dog in Coors Light, would that make? Because you do water, but would Coors oh, Light make it? It would definitely. I mean, it would help more than just trying to eat the hot dog without dunking it. Like, there's a reason those guys do that. That looks so disgusting, you, too. By the way, it does. But that's I, the technique: is to like eat three no hot play. dogs and then just like dunk three buns and try and eat three like soggy buns at a time there's no pleasure in watching them like there's no, no, no enjoyment enjoying of, that hot dog anymore <laughs> at all or any of these things and i wanted to get to this in a minute but are there certain foods and you can chime in 844-770-3776 this is rutledge and hamilton presented by coors light and are are there certain foods matt that you just feel like you want to eat something with like if i sit down at the end of the night and let's say I have a pretzel or chips and salsa, anything like crunchy sort of chip sort of thing. I want a Coors Light with it. I just want, I don't yeah. want to just eat that or with water. Like, I just want to have, this is how I want to have it. Or a lot of times, like, if I want to have, um, like, a nice dinner, a lot of times, like, a, a branding and brandy and Coke. Like, just that mix there, too. Like, just every once in a while, there's certain right. things with certain foods I just want to pair together. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I totally hear that, like... You got a nice dessert and you want a big glass of milk. 
having a steak dinner and you want but a actually, glass of milk. So, well, steak dinner and milk is just, just a troll. You just got done with a workout and you want a big glass of milk? Like cookie and milk, hot, <laughs> a chocolate, you know, a, a chocolate cake, something chocolatey and milk, for yeah. sure. Now, again, the steak and milk, that's just low class. Like, that's just... <laughs> do you think Ruth's Chris Steakhouse Middleton has milk? Yes. To serve to people. I know they have it probably for the recipes. Like, yeah, well... Is it on the menu? Like, I'm sure if someone no, asked for it, No, it's not on the menu, but it's one of those, yeah, if you ask for it, I think... And, like, swimming deep on this, like, you'd have, to put, you'd have to put it in, like, an alternate, like, like I forget what you they call it. They have a like, button a, for milk. They'll I don't probably think, have a I don't button. Think, I don't think they have I would, I would bet that it would be, like, alternate item, and then you type in, like, milk, and then $2, or whatever you would charge for it. Like, it would have to be something that's, like, ad hoc. Like, you're not... Like, it's not even in the system to even bother to put it in. You want to bet on it? You We're in put, Wisconsin, bud. I guarantee there's a, a milk steakhouse? button. At a steakhouse? I don't think so. I've definitely worked at restaurants in Wisconsin that don't have a milk button. There's a milk button on there, and if there's... If there is, Jim, you've got to drink a glass of milk during a show. I'll bring you a glass of milk, and you got to finish said glass by the, Ooh, during I, the show. Am I pretending that... I wouldn't enjoy that. I like milk. I no, just don't I know drink you it like it, it, but you also don't like like sixteen ounces of it. I'm talking sure. like a big, healthy glass of milk. All right, that's fine. So yeah. where where are we going with? I think there is. We're gonna have Leah next month, so we'll yeah. ask him. Or actually, this month now, is we'll there ask a him like for a, milk? a specific milk, or do you have to put it in like a like an a la carte item? There you go. That's the word I was looking right. for there. So I want to ask you, Matt, and you can chime in eight four four seven seven zero thirty seven seventy six. What food could you eat? A lot of in 10 minutes. You can chime in. Give me any food that you want. 844-770-3776. What food could you eat a lot of in 10 minutes? And Ryan, what is your pick there? I mean, a food I could eat a lot of. I think chicken wings was one we discussed pre-show. I think I could do chicken wings. I know I would talk to big game with hot dogs. I, <laughs> Look, I might be scaling that back a little bit now that I think about it. But chicken wings, I could probably eat. If we're talking bone-in chicken wings, yeah, I could eat close to two dozen. Two dozen once in a if once again if I prepare properly in ten minutes. Now two dozen's a lot. I think I I could probably get through like ten like bone in like I, I mean I've, I've it really depends. I've on knocked a, I've knocked a yeah, how spicy out how spicy easy. the sauce oh, is too. Oh yeah. that's a big factor. Yeah, I wasn't thinking about. I was just thinking like honey barbecue because well then be yeah easy. I could see that. So like a honey barbecue, I think I could get I could do a good amount. Here's the story: um, twelve wings were eaten by. Tarek Sala, host of the Great Dane Huddle, uh, all-time leader in SAC GW history. We were at a different establishment, known for their wings and their uh, breast, if you will. And so Matt Hamilton or uh, Tarek Sala yeah. was there, and he was um, chicken breast, and he was eating the wings during a commercial break. And we had twelve wings brought out, and he ate all twelve himself during a commercial break, which is about four minutes. What? Wow! He was hungry. No doubt. He actually, I think, had worked out at Carbon World Health uh, earlier in the day, and that I get it. Like you burn like a thousand calories, and he had like gone right from Carbon to the show. So I get it. You are very hungry after that. But Matt, what, what could you eat? Well, uh, in the in the words of the infamous and late Mitch Hedberg, if you want to eat a thousand or something. Rice is a great idea. Oh. <laughs> Rutledge is an idiot guy chimes in with Oreos. Daniel Sloth chimes in with wings and tacos. Tim in Oregon chimes in with pierogies from Grandma. Ooh, I, I love a good pierogi. You know, Dave, the Deerfield guy, wants to get his lunch. I used to love, uh, he says coconut shrimp, but I used to eat, like, you know, the shrimp. Oh, popcorn shrimp? Not the popcorn shrimp. I do like popcorn shrimp, but the shrimp, it's just like, I guess, 
what's the word? Just regular shrimp. Cocktail you just fried shrimp? cocktail breaded? shrimp. Yeah, oh, cocktail stick, shrimp. yeah. I okay. could eat those. Like that was my favorite thing. My parents would get it for like a holiday or whatever. Now, I could house a boatload of those as like a like a high schooler. Like I just love yeah. that. So I, I probably could do a lot of those. Um, I just don't. I don't think I have the space anymore to be able to eat as much. Right. But uh, I think those are all good options. So. Matt, I'm just going to throw some food at you, and you just give me the number, and uh, Ryan can fire up some music as we run through these. You tell me how many of these you could eat in 10 minutes. These yes. are, so I Googled what foods are good for food-eating competitions. <laughs> so a, I'm going to give you uh, some food, and you tell me how many you could eat, Matt Hamilton, in okay. 10 minutes. And callers, you can chime in 844-770-3776 with what you could eat a lot of in 10 minutes. All right, Matt, you ready? Yeah. Hamburgers. Uh, we talk like McDonald's single hamburger. Probably, I would equiv- I would equate it to the the Nathan's hot dog version of a hamburger. Okay, so if we're talking like a McDonald's like Happy Meal kind of cheeseburger kind of thing, I think I could eat like at least ten of those in ten minutes. Six oh eight chimes in says he could eat Bears fans tears after <laughs> Jordan Love goes to own them for the next seven to ten years. Okay, all righty, <laughs> hot dogs, Matt Hamilton. I'm going to stick with the eight. All righty. Pies. Uh, three quarters. <laughs> I was going to say, yeah. could you eat a whole pie? <laughs> if you gave me a lemon meringue, I think I could do some damage, but I don't think I could finish it. I'll go three quarters of a pie. Pancakes. Um, if we're talking like, you know, your IHOP plate Again, filler. I'm going to go, let's assume these are all the Nathan's hot dogs version of this. Yeah, because these so are professional food. Like, IHOP version, it's about as big as a plate. It's like 10 inches around. Okay. Right? That's uh, a, it looked much bigger. Like, all right, go ahead. Yeah, fish story. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'd say four. Okay. Just because I think all that cakiness would just turn to like cement. I can eat like one pancake. No, and I'm, I'm giving you my yeah, like yeah, best yeah, effort. Yes, yes. I'm not just saying. So I'm with you is my point. Yeah. Uh, chicken wings. Uh, f- 50, 16. 16. Asparagus. <laughs> 60 stocks. That's stinky. 60. That is stinky yeah, urine the I next really day. I really like asparagus. And I you too. can eat like five or six yeah. in a bite. I think I'd be okay. there with, on asparagus. I don't think it's yeah. too filling either. I think I'd do okay with that one. Stocks. Pizza. Could you eat a whole pizza in 10 minutes? We're talking like a frozen or like a large from like Pizza Hut? We'll go frozen pizza. Frozen? Yeah, I could definitely. I think I could go like one and a quarter. How in many 10 racks of ribs? Rack and a half. What's that? One and a half racks. Alrighty, and then what about a whole turkey? Whole turkey? How much of a turkey? <laughs> well, it says whole turkey. It's like you eat I a whole turkey. I think I can, like, on my best day, like a half. How do they even define that? No, because turkeys come in a lot of shapes. But also, like, sizes, are you having to, like, pick through? Like, a chicken would be, like, that same thing, too, of, like, right, do like, I have to, like, what, pick the to bone? To me, is I, would, I would be able to eat the leg and the thigh yeah. and the wing. And I would do as much damage as I could on, like, one half of, like, the breast. And that would be it. All right. Half you're a turkey. A, you're a winner. Winners go to Ho-Chunk Gaming Madison. Go to Ho-Chunk Gaming Madison. Over $70 million in jackpots so far this year. Go be a winner. Go to Ho-Chunk Gaming Madison and drink Coors Light. This has been Rutledge and Hamilton presented by Coors Light. See ya.